Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. guys, this is Jill and welcome back to the Sports Ethos Kings podcast. How much fun was last night's game? I know it's been a little bit since I've been back um, and I think this is the first pod I've actually will be doing since the Kings have won a game and I actually got to see their first win last night. Um, well, at least my first one of the season last night with them and I definitely would not if I was picking on a you know the the schedule definitely would not have guessed that the first one I was see was from uh, Cleveland but I will gladly take it and we will gladly send Luke Walton home from Golden Center with another loss so let's get started so we know officiating has been bad and we just saw the two-minute report from last night and there was only one missed call, and it wasn't on the Kings. It was on Cleveland. So that just shows to me that Sacramento played a complete game and a clean game at the end. And what does a clean game at the end get you if you're in the game? It got him a win. So, you know, we that's kind of what was missing was even from the Warriors game. You know, I know we're all frustrated with with how that played out. And uh, I think it's fair to say, you know, the Kings can blame themselves and, uh, you know, they also didn't get any help either. So, you know, they, they got penalized and that wasn't their, you know, wasn't their fault either. So all, all we're asking for is a chance. But enough about that. Um, some some fun stats from last night's game. The the Kings starters had 12 steals and every starter had at least two steals. Barnes had, uh, I think it was Barnes had two. And I want to say Sabonis and Fox each had three. And then you had Keegan and Herder with two. And so if you're looking at cleaning the glass stats, everybody, all the King starters were in the um, high 80th percentile to 90th percentile in uh, steals per game of, of what they did there. And what they did was they put every starter outside of Donovan Mitchell in blue when it comes to turnovers. They were all um, 30%, you know, or or lower than uh, the league average. So that that was, you know, very well done, Um, especially, you know, against the number two defense in the league. They kind of gave them a taste of their own medicine. and so. What I really enjoyed was they came out aggressive. I felt like the Kings were aggressors from start to finish last game. And I think that to me, that's the first game off the top of my head 
that I can say this season that I think this team was the aggressor from start to finish. It wasn't perfect, but it was just good basketball. It was good basketball. Um, and man, it was just a lot of fun. And I mean, what they did from the three point line too is, is pretty crazy. And, uh, and their accuracy, they shot, well, both teams really, um, both teams shot uh, over 40% from three. King shot uh, 60% from the corner three, uh, 37.9% from the non-corner three, and that gave them 43.6%. You had Cleveland shoot 75% from the corner three, 38% from the non-corner three, and that gave them a 44 uh, percentage uh, when it comes to the three-point um, field goal. But I mean, both teams, so you can say, you know, both teams shot the hell out of the ball from the three. Something that's different is I, you know, to me, it felt like the Kings were getting killed at the rim. Kings actually converted a higher percentage of shots at the rim than Cleveland did. The Kings were 77% from the rim and Cleveland was 68% from the rim. And so, you know, even without a shot blocker, Kings did what they needed to do. Um, I thought everyone did a good job of, as what does Mike Brown like to say, um, use your chest and not your hands. Um, and their arms were straight up. You know, outside of Sabonis's early kind of fouls, which we know one was even a bogus one because Jared Allen jumped on his back and somehow Sabonis is called with a foul for blocking out. But outside of the beginning of the game and Brown showed trust in Sabonis, which paid off. Um, I, th- I thought the Kings did did a pretty good job. They they had their, you know, Cleveland went on their runs where I felt like they were, you know, there was some, kind of some Olay or guys were were rotating too late, but ultimately it didn't matter. In the um, short uh, mid shots, Kings were not great. They shot 33% from, uh, you know, in, inside the key area. Um, and Cleveland shot 47%, but the long mid range King shot 50%, Cleveland shot 33%. And so when it comes into total for all, um, mid range shots, King shot 40%, Cleveland shot 44. Now, something that is interesting is the, we saw, you know, I talked about how accurate, um, the shooting was for each team frequency Cleveland didn't shoot it all that much um, from three, but when they did, they actually, you know, hit it, but the King shot 39 threes and Cleveland only shot 25, but the Kings made 17 to 39 and Cleveland made 11 to 25, which you almost think shooting at 44%, you should have shot more of them, but I'm glad they did it. And then when, you know, everyone says how the corner three, right, is the easiest three-point shot because it's closer, King shot 10. So they were six of 10. And then um, I said how Cleveland shot uh, four, 75% from that, but they were only shot four. So they were three of four. So, I mean, really good job on the Kings on, you know, whether it was playing good defense or forcing them to go, you know, more to the rim. It worked in their favor. The Kings were 90 in the 93rd percentile 
uh, last last game and uh, forcing a turnover, which is awesome. <laughs> Not great in offensive rebounding, but. They shot 30. um, Yeah, not great for offensive rebounding. They only got 13% of their offensive rebounds. Not great. In transition, um, neither team was all that great in transition, but the Kings actually on the, the, the off the live rebounds they got, they scored, which is awesome. And uh, the Kings had seven players in, in double figures. Um, I haven't gone back and looked, gone back and looked, but I would think that this might be the first time that we had seven players in double figures. If I would, you know, if I was to guess, so that's great. I mean, really, it was almost the Kings told Cleveland, "Make Donovan beat us," and you know, he kind of came close to the end. But other than that, there were only four players on the Cavs that had. Um, that scored in double figure. So again, kudos to the Kings for for bringing it defensively. And and props to again Trey Lyles coming off the bench. He was five of nine and four of seven from three. I mean that guy's just on one right now from from the three point line, which we love. We love Chimezi Metu at center. Um, you know I've talked about him on here where. Um, I would much rather see him play center than than forward. I do think it keeps him more closer to the basket where I think he excels. Um, his three-point shot is just not there right now. And he almost and we even saw him be hesitant the other um this game. And so, you know, he's he's just playing well inside. So I do like, you know, that that tandem right now that you can have Trey uh be the floor spacer and Mezzi be, you know, be the cleanup crew essentially. Um and uh and get the alley oops and and keep making what he's doing. Um, I thought Davion had a great defensive game uh yesterday, which which was awesome. Um, especially at the end when when Fox was on the bench, he was asked to, I think, to step up and and he stepped up, and that was huge. We are seeing the Malik Monk resurgence. Um, and that is awesome as hell to see. He's been a blast. He's scoring uh the the assist, the playmaking he's making for everybody. Um, he just looks really comfortable out there, and that's and that's fun to see. And I do like that, and so he played 27 minutes, and I do like that we saw a good amount of minutes with Fox. Um him and Fox have a really good, you know, like like both of them say, they can read each other without speaking. Similar to me, you're seeing that same kind of duo from Domas and fr- with uh, Herder. You're seeing a lot of their communicate, you know, silent communication leading to buckets. And so I do like to see, um, it's fun seeing these different pairings, you know, kind of break off as we're going. Keegan, you can just throw him out anywhere and he's a machine and and it's it's fun to watch. And I know um, you know, James has talked about this with uh with D'Lo and Casey, and he has some family stuff going on right now. And so um just you know my love and prayers and and all that stuff keeps going to him and his family while they're dealing with um, you know, all that stuff outside of basketball. And so I do feel bad that 
You know, it's not that kind of stuff isn't easy for anybody offside, you know, outside the court, let alone a rookie, you know, who's has a lot of expectations. And that's, you know, at at the start and it's his first road trip and all this stuff's going on. Um, Like he said yesterday, when he comes back, he feels like when he comes back to sack, he feels like he's coming back home and just has that feeling. And so I loved last night's game for him that had to have felt really good for him and his family. And so um, lo- love seeing that for him and him getting that, you know, welcome back to to Sacramento with all this stuff going on. And so uh, excited for him. Domas had a, had a hell of a game too. And, you know, he was, he was bruising it up with, with the length and of, of Cleveland, which not many teams have done this year. And that was, that was fun to see. And Harrison Barnes, who I've been really critical of, um, you know, kudos to him. He showed up. He had by far uh, his best game of the year. And you see how good this team is when everybody's on and and when the wings are working where, you know, I want to say, was it the last two games that everyone kind of seemed on? But, but you know, Keegan and, and Barnes were having these rough patches and the Kings were still in games, but look what happens when your wings show up along with everybody else. It's, it it was fun. And, and Brown, you know, called a great game. I know he said Jordy called the same play like 15 times at the end of the game because it was working. It was keep doing it until they can stop it and they weren't stopping it. And so kudos to, to Jordy there and, and Brown, I mean, he he would have taken a lot of heat for leaving Fox on the bench as long as he did if the Kings did not win, but they won. So, I mean, there there's nothing even worth saying for me. Like for me, I don't even need to say anything. Everyone can think, you know, what he should have done, but what he did work. So, um, and I think he has shown that he's going to, you know, feel it out when it's with, with what's working, who's stopping who. And, um, you know, at that point, Davion was, was stopping, you know, Mitchell and Garland here at the end. I mean, what they did to, to Garland that game is they completely took him out of his game. He only had six points in one field goal and it was a three. Um, he was three for four from the line, but no rebounds, which is crazy only eight assists and had four turnovers. So, I mean, kudos to the Kings, um, the Kings uh, guards there because yeah, they let Donovan go off, but when Cleveland has been beating teams, it's been the Donovan Garland show and the Kings took Garland out of his game. And, and that was huge. And so credit to Fox credit to Davion and credit to Herder and then add Monk in there too. But, um, the four of them, they they kept him out of out of his bag, and and it was it was a lot of fun. And even giving, you know, Davion those extended minutes there, and then he, you know, he also kept Monk in there because Monk was was playmaking the hell out of the ball. Putting Fox in with the last two minutes, you saw how fresh Fox's legs were those last two minutes, and he was everywhere. He had um, the almost steal, had the great defensive play against Donovan. And then ended up tipping the rebound in the scrum um, to himself. And so, I mean, it's, you can say even doing, you know, keeping him on the bench a little longer was beneficial in that stuff. And so 
um, kudos to the coaching staff, how they worked that because, you know, it, it was a risk and, and it paid off and that's, that's all that matters this game. Um, I think going forward, like I said before, he's shown that he's going to kind of feel it out. Uh, we might think that, you know, there should be a set closing, you know, lineup or whatever, but I also don't mind if someone's, you know, not on that game, you know, it given it to someone else, or if someone, you know, makes a bunch of stops on someone in a row, let them keep going. So again, kudos to all that. We have the uh, Lakers up next um, who are just, you know, free falling and LeBron's now doubtful, but this, you know, if the Kings can get this one, you know, say they should get it, but I know that hasn't meant much in the past, but um, if they get this one, this would be huge um, towards bringing them, you know, one, one closer to being um, 500. But uh, yeah, I would say after, you know, looking at the first 10 games, I mean, most of us would have taken, I think, uh, a four and six record, but what's just frustrating is knowing you know, based on what happened, you know, what the record could be. And so, you know, but that's, that's, you know, part of being the Sacramento Kings and the, the extra uphill battle that they all have to deal with. And so as Harrison Barnes said, it's making them closer right now. It's, it's forcing them. And, you know, I think probably a lot of us kind of had that feeling that after that Barnes foul, you know, the and one that, was overturned where the ref under the basket called the, called the block, called the and one for Barnes. And then Mr. Sideline, you know, ref comes running out of nowhere and says, you know, overrides it and says, you know, no. Um, And then you see uh, coach Brown try and challenge it. And then it's not challengeable. I think a lot of us probably had that. uh, Oh God, here we go again. Like, right. Cleveland, I don't know if, I think they had gone back up at that point. Um, And it was just like, you know, I think we were down four and that would have put us in within one. um, If you made the feel, if you made the free throw. So it was, uh, you know, here we go again, feeling, but the Kings, they said not today, you know, that we're not, we're not giving this to you ref and we're not letting you take this from, you know, take from us what we've been doing all game. and. From then on, they went on a run. And so, like Barnes said, that it's it's kind of been a almost a uniting factor to them of hell no, you know, you're not doing this again to us. And so I love seeing that fight and I love seeing it pay off. Um so just just excited to see it keep going. Um I agree with you know what coach brown is doing with the the rotations right now as much as we love Rashawn Holmes um it it wasn't working and that's not to say it it can't work or it won't work um you know during the season we don't know what's going to happen but for right now i do like that he's saying i i can't wait we have to show some urgency um and and he's he's going with what's working. And so, you know what? Next week, maybe something's not working and he's going to have to go back to something. But like he keeps saying, it's that next man up mentality. It's a long ass season and we're going to need every single one of you at some point. 
we're going to need you. Um, and so stay ready and, uh, stay as a group. And so, uh, so far it's been a lot of fun. And I think you would all probably would be agreeing at this point. Um, excited for this Lakers game. And if they can, uh, get another one there, um, we'll be even more excited, but, uh, that's it for, you know, I know it's kind of a, a short one, but Really, it's just a quick post game, seeing what's going on. Um, you can probably kind of still hear it in my in my voice, but outside of my travels, I've been um, I've been sick and trying to get better. And so, between work and uh, doing all this stuff, um, I'm still trying to you know find my groove between my new job and and this, trying to find my new groove. So, um, thanks for bearing you know sticking with me, and um, as always. Go Kings. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.